What's going on, everybody? This is Brian from the Herfcast. The Herfcast is a podcast centered around cigars and conversation. Not necessarily about cigars, but you know, we're going to sit down and smoke a cigar and probably have a couple of drinks along the way. The Herf is a term in the cigar community for two or more people getting together to smoke cigars. It can be done at a lounge, a bar, uh, it can be done at home, or even virtually through video chat. So, go ahead, light up a cigar, pour yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Alright, what's up everybody? So, this episode I got my buddy from Whole Foods, Alex on. Um, Fair warning, I fucked up with the audio settings. I forgot to switch a setting, and the audio quality is kind of bad. Uh... Hopefully it still turns out all right. I think for the most part you could you could understand what we're saying. Uh, I apologize for that, but you know we had a really good conversation, and I don't want it to go to waste. So I'm going to upload this anyway, release it, and Alex is definitely going to be back in the future. Um, yeah, that's 100% my fault, uh, and it, it's a long one. It's about two hours, but. Hopefully you can get through it. Like I said, it's a really good conversation. He's he's a great dude. Uh, it was his like first premium cigar without being wasted. So, um, yeah, there's the warning. What's up, everybody? This is uh, Brian with the Herbcast. Uh, tonight I've got my buddy Alex. Uh, I'm formerly at Whole Foods. He's still there part time, but he's uh, he's in the plumber's unit. He's a plumber. Uh, He's never smoked a cigar before that wasn't filled with anything. Uh, well, I guess he hasn't smoked it when it wasn't filled with anything legal. So, um, but anyway, uh, that's that's the past. Uh, so now he's uh, he's trying out he's trying out the legal cigars. Yeah. So, not that bad. Uh, just remember, don't inhale. Um, tonight, I've got a couple of JSK Red Knight. Bustos. Uh, if you're not familiar with JSK yet, get familiar with them. Uh, quality cigars. Uh, good guy. Uh, some people find him to be a little controversial, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Buck's a really good guy. Runs a, runs a nice shop there. He's got some good coffee, good cigars. Uh, Alex is drinking a little something, something from Lagunitas, and I've got a little bit of Weller. Are these things good with coming Oh yeah, yeah. Some people some yeah. do the cognac. I'm I'm more of a more of a bourbon, bourbon and scotch. Uh, when when I'm smoking, uh, I do do a beer sometimes. But right now I'm I just went back on keto on Monday, so I had to cut out the beer and the rest of the carbs. Got a ketogenic diet, like no carbs, basically high fat, low carbs. And I'm just doing like low fat. So, yeah. um, I, I put back like 40 pounds in the past like two and a half months since, since I wasn't it? doing it. Yeah. You don't, you don't have stress. You don't, you don't have no stress from hopefully, so that's probably what it is. Uh, no, I, that's actually uh, I was doing it while I was there, but after uh, after our wedding, like, congratulations! I just thank you. I just uh, kind of went back and forth a little bit. And just, fell off the wagon, and it's like, alright, I'll start again next week. 
then like one week goes by, two weeks go by, two months go by, and it's yeah. like weight myself as like, fuck. Yeah, me and my girlfriend will start working out after yeah. August thirtieth. Yeah. We're in November now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well that's that's like my planet kind of fitness membership that I've been paying for for, uh, you know, like three years now. <laughs> you know, gone, you know, I went, I went pretty solid for like the first three months. And then after that, I think I've been there probably a total, probably a total of 10 times in the past like two and a half years. So they, they enjoy my money uh, for, for free, basically. Well, you're married now, so. so yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, so. You're still uh, you're still doing Whole Foods part time. Uh, Russell Russell was supposed to be here tonight. Russell Cartwright was supposed to be here, but he decided to uh, go to Kentucky for something. I don't know. Probably uh, business. Yeah, probably something Whole Foods related because that's that's Russell Cartwright for you because uh, he, I respect him. Oh yeah, he, he definitely bleeds green for, for that Whole Foods. And like anybody who anybody who like has anything negative to say about him just doesn't know the person. Yeah. You know? I don't think anybody has. Yeah, that's he's just an all-around quality dude. Even though he fucking made plans for this and it's hit town, but whatever. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll, <coughs> we'll make up for that on another day. You know what? Like people like Russ is the reason why I'm still out. Yeah, dude. That's I was, I was gonna ask. Like, why are? I mean, you got <coughs> you got a good setup uh, with the with the plumbers union. Uh, just you just like uh, like seeing the people, or just uh, still kind of stay a little active a little bit, or. Well, um, I, I, I am with um, <coughs> Plumbers Local 210 out of Maryville. Um, we basically just handle anything in the north, northwest Indiana area. Uh, it's, it's a great job, great career to have. It's pretty dope, interesting. You definitely have to be mechanically inclined. And um, it's just, I'm with Hopefuls because, all right. I'm sure we'll get into my past later, but Whole Foods was my first actually career family, like if that makes any sense. Like they gave me my first chance. Yeah. From where, right. I, came, from where I came from. And the people there just great. Like don't get me wrong, the job sucks. Like selecting sucks. It's it's I don't think that job sucks. I, I don't think it does. Like I, I love that job. So like, like, I mean, it's not bad if you could physically do it. If you could, well, shit, dude. Like when I first started, I couldn't physically do it. I put three months under my belt, and I was doing it. You but know, there's also a reason why you came a little bit. Yeah, because I wanted more money. <laughs> that, that's it, man. Uh, that's I. I still didn't mind selecting uh, because of that. The fact that I was, I, that that was my workout. You know. No, it uh, definitely is a workout, and it's like, great. I lost, I lost sixty pounds. In the first six months that I started at Whole Foods, and like when I became a loader, I gained about 20, 25 of that back, you know, just because I wasn't doing anything. And then, then I joined Planet Fitness, and you know, went for a couple months, took a couple pounds off, and then I quit doing that too. So, oh yeah, um, that's part of the reason why it keeps me active. The main reason why is extra money. Like you said, first of all, it is about the money, even though I really don't make. What I do make at the plumbers union. Yeah. But it's about the money. People that are great. It's like, I'm the type of dude to bring the vibe, the great vibe to work. Like, I, yeah. like, I like having fun at work. Like, if I'm not having fun at what I'm doing, I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Regardless what it is, 
I like to have fun. So I bring that competitive spirit. I bring that positive vibe. And I try to get the guys going. And when I do get that guy, the guys going, like, I had guys, Calvin Tate, one of my best workers. Yeah. Calvin Tate, one of my best workers. He literally, he is the best selector we have. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, uh, and, hey, if he ends up listening to this, I'll tell him, like, you know, his attitude kind of sucks every once in a while. But I don't know if he's been like that since he came back. Like, I know, like, me and him butt heads a couple of times, you know, but for the most part, it was always, like, you know, that competitive nature. You yeah. know, like, me and Kelvin used to race a lot, and he would always whoop my ass. Yeah. And I think I beat him, like, once or tw- maybe twice. I know I beat him once. Uh, we probably raced, like, a dozen, 15 times. But whenever me and him would race, that would get everybody else going, too. Right. And that's, you and, know. And, and, and the listeners who don't know what selecting is, what we do is, we pick boxes out of aisles and create orders for the stores out of the whole Midwest. Uh, for the whole Midwest. Canada. Like 65 stores so right like that. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. And we race. We like to have fun. Well, the best selector out of our, our store comes to me a part-timer at this time and tells me, hey, bro, whenever you walk through that door, my spirit gets uplifted. Like, yeah. do something to me because I know you're here to work. I know you're here to get this shit done. And that makes me want to keep up with you. And for people to tell me that, it's like, that brings a good vibe to me. Like, I'm glad I can do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm just here to make money. I'm just here to, you know, work. But the fact that we can have fun when I walk through the door, like, I remember one time, I missed two weeks. I missed, because I only work, like, two two, weeks, two days out of the week. So, you know, I got family occasions and shit to go to. Yeah, it was summertime. Yeah. You know, I, I missed, like, two weeks, and then everybody was down. I come back and we're pushing numbers again. I'm not saying I'm the reason why. I'm trying to stay as humble as possible, but I just bring that vibe. Like I, I can't. I come to work. I come to bust my ass. I expect you to do, do the same. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm I'm gonna push you so you can do that because I know you can do it. If I can do it, I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. Easy as that. No, that's um. I, you're you're comfortable with talking about your past. Yes. Uh, that's I I still don't know the, your story. One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. I mean, it's going to be my first time hearing it. Uh, but I remember, like, when you started, uh, you know, you, you were definitely chubbier. Uh, and you were just this fucking dude off the street that that uh, had some sort of charge. You know, you're not supposed to be able to get a job. And, uh, you know, they wanted to they wanted to get rid of you. You, you, you came in with the temp service and, like, Dude, like at least half the people on the floor were like, no, like yes. this dude deserves to be here. And that's you know that's one of the main reasons why I'm still here. Yeah. You, Buzz, I can damn near everybody, like stood up for me and just like was not taking no for an answer. And I mean, besides the point we didn't know about corp- what the corporation was doing and yeah. the deals with the city and stuff like that, and lowering down the standard for uh, felons and, and uh, background checks, we didn't know what was going on, but. Uh, I came to a tap agency, and um, they found about they found out about, about my background, and um, they didn't want to give me a chance. They couldn't give me a chance, basically. And regardless, what anybody thinks about Dennis Stevens, he definitely told me like, "Hey, stick around. I'm gonna keep you around through the tap agency until I can get you hired. Like, stick around." 
like, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. I'm staying here. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. I kept working hard, kept busting my ass. I was going to school. Um, I was like 10, 15 credits away from um, getting an associate's degree in uh, uh, business administration. And um, I fucked that up because I was working overtime for hopeless. Like, yeah. whenever they needed me, I was there. Yeah, that's, I mean, and, you, you were there all the time. And that's, that was the thought I had. Like, that's, this is how I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to show them I am a accountable person. Like, you can count on me for anything you need. And that just, I guess that just struck people like, hey, this kid's a hard worker. This kid, this kid means business. Let's keep him around. And I respect and I thank all you guys for like standing up for me. Because I mean, guys would come back and tell me like, hey, we had a meeting. Um, we tried to get you hired. Everybody has your back. Stick around. And I did until the next opportunity came up to, for me to make that next step. Yeah, and that's. I mean, there was a lot of. A lot of just absolute shit that walked through that door from the time agency. And, I mean, how there's only a handful a handful of guys that actually lasted in the temp agency that were actually worth a damn, you know? Um, but, yeah, that's that's definitely one thing i got to say is, uh, you know, Whole Foods is definitely good like that. Um, and, yeah, you know, you, you, are, you are probably one of the best products to come through that temp agency. <coughs> Thank you. And... Um, you know, it obviously is successful. Uh, I I don't think you ever you ever had any confrontations at all with anybody, let alone by anything major. Right. You know? I mean, I do believe in turning the other cheek until you can't stand it no more. Like yeah. I, I can I I can take a lot of shit until I made that breaking point. Um, but I mean, I guess I'll give you a a, a little summary of my history. Um, I grew up with uh, four, three, other, three older brothers and a younger sister, raised by my mother by herself, uh, by herself, um, in East Chicago, Indiana. Everybody knows that East Chicago, Indiana is the greatest area. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there was you know, gang involvement on my brother's part, eventually led to involving us and my other brothers, and um, we just led that life. I mean. My mom tried her hardest to uh, give us a different lifestyle, to give us what she can, give us the best. But I mean, so much, one person can only do so much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, she tried. We messed up. We made our own decisions. And um, we got caught up some shit. You're going to get yourself in trouble inhaling a cigar like that. I know. <laughs> Um, what, what do you think of it so far? It's good. It's, yeah. it's smooth. Yeah. It's smooth. That hasn't made me like traffic call. Yeah. But um, you know, me and my brothers got caught up some shit. Uh, we had a. It was a federal indictment. We called a Rico case. A bunch of a bunch of in East Chicago, right? So it's, it's one of the gangs in East Chicago called a Rico indictment. I wasn't part of it to the point where they had to pick me up. They picked me up so I could try to try to get information from me. That I didn't know. I, yeah. I was the little brother. They kept me away from that stuff. You know, I I don't know anything, and that's what I told them. And they held me. They kept pushing and poking until I try try to get me to like break. 
I wasn't going. So a year and a half later, they come to me like, hey, we know you had nothing to do with this. We know you. We just want your brother. I was like, well, the only thing I know about my brother is that he's my brother. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They wanted to get me out the way. Way being that they wanted me to plea out somehow and stop costing them money. Basically, yeah. you know, in reality. Yeah. Um, so that's what happened. I was like, hey, I'm not, I'll plead guilty, but I'm not pleading guilty for, for what you guys want me to plead to. And I'm not telling on anybody because I don't know anything. And you can't use, if I do plead guilty to something that you guys want me to plead guilty to, I need a decent amount of time. I'm not going for no 15, 10, 10 years. No. No. So, in reality, they gave, they gave me three years. And that shit just let you know, like, how much they knew and how much they were just fucking with me just to get something out of me because they knew I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. They said, all right, you know what? We just give you three years. They wanted to give me seven, but my lawyer was just a badass. And he was like, no, we want three, and this is his stipulation. This is what he wants. He doesn't want to tell anybody. He you can't use his plea agreement against anybody. You know, and there's certain things I asked for. But like, all right, obviously you guys really want me to plea out to something. So now you're working on my on my end. You know what I'm saying? I I told you what I know, which is nothing. So it's like now you now you want me to work with you. So give me what I want, and I'm out your hair. You don't have to waste any more money on me. Yeah, that's basically what happened. They sent me about my business, and um, I did my little time. They sent me to. They were so, they were so petty. They sent me to a max penitentiary in Kentucky, and it's called Big Sandy. This nickname at the time was called Bloody Big Sandy, and like oh. my older brother, we met up in Chicago throughout transit, and he was freaking out. Like, bro, we fucking send you there. I'm like, I guess so. Like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I freaked out. It was it was nerve wracking. I got down there, met a cool group of guys, took care of me, showed me the ropes. For the most part, I held my own. You know, I was a little businessman in there making food, making candy, whatever I can to make a dollar. Yeah. So I don't have to depend on my family. I wish my family was there at all times, sending me money, looking out for me and stuff like that. They were there for me. I was truly blessed. Like, it's a blessing in disguise. Like, honestly, was. I was picked up when I just turned 20 at an early age. I learned a valuable lesson at an early age. The hardest way, but I learned it. And it was worth it. So, did you end up staying the full three years, or did you get any time off, or how did that work out? Well, I had a probation for a misdemeanor. So, I violated that, I violated that probation by catching this new case. So, I had a hold on me. And they usually give you... Um, Altogether, I made I, I did like four four years because they had another case on me, so also almost four years. So they had a hold on me. They, uh, Lake County had a hold on me because they wanted me after that, and um, so I couldn't get any good time. Good time being um, get out earlier. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't get any of that. I had to do my full time. Um, I go to get out. These motherfuckers don't even come get me. Like, I'm just let them out. We'll catch them. We we'll catch them. Like, all right, so you made me do my full fucking time for no reason in this fucking maximum penitentiary, which there's a good group of guys, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, there was guys in there willing to teach me to do better and not come back than there were guys to fucking 
teach me to fuck up and stay in there or, or do something dumb when I get out. Yeah. And I respected them. They respected me. And that's how I went. That's how I was. So I get out and I'm turning myself in for the uh, misdemeanor charge. The judge drops off all, all, all charges, dismisses the case. I'm for man, just on probation. I did uh, little hiccups here and there on probation. Got through it. Thanks, thanks to Whole Foods, kept me out of trouble, kept me working. And um, yeah, they were definitely good at that too, keeping us busy. Because I mean, you you were there for the twenty-four hour shifts, yeah. twenty-hour shifts, eight. Yeah. Like a good day was a fifteen-hour shift. Yeah, that's we were getting off early. We were fifteen hours. And like that's like get get like you know now like getting into the union job like they don't want to see fifteen hours unless yeah. they're getting paid for it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like hopefully so like you weren't getting paid for shit, but yeah. those fifteen hours you might get uh, overtime. Who knows? You know, depending on how many hours you work that week. But man, it was something different. It was a new monster attack, and I think I did pretty good. Yeah, dude, I, I give you props. So, I mean, not many people in your situation could could come out the way that you did. You know, it's like you know, falling into a bucket of shit and coming out smelling like roses. You know? Yes, so, I agree. Um, shitty roses, but <laughs> definitely smell like shitty roses. But, I mean, I made the best of it, and that's one thing my family always taught me. Mom, my grandma, my brother always taught me like make the best of your situation, regardless of what it is. Laugh through the pains, and that's what I do, and that's what I try to get other people to do. And um, it's it's it's, it's a good way to live life. Yeah. So, what's your situation now? You got a how old your boy? He's eight. Eight. So you got you got an eight year old boy. Uh, is that your own? Yeah. All right. Um, what is it, girlfriend, wife? What, what's, the, what's the situation there? I do have a girlfriend. Um, she's dope. She's always there for me. She's smart. She's ambitious. Um, she, uh, my son's amazing. He's hilarious. He's his name's Julian. Shout out to Julian. He wanted a shout out. So my son's amazing. He's a smart kid. Looks just like me. Sort sword came on my pee hole. <laughs> like, he's, he's amazing. He's a good kid. He's a great kid. I'm proud of him. And, um, yeah, like, right now I'm just trying to catch up. Like, I'm trying to live my life now accordingly. Like, I want that family. I, I want to have, I want to have a nice house. I want to have a picket fence. Like, I want that. I want everything I didn't have growing up. Yeah. And I'm willing to work hard for it. I want to take on whatever I have to take on. Yeah. And I, and, all right. So what, when did, when did your son come along? Was he before or after? He was, uh, we, I had him right out of high school. Yeah. 19, 19. Yeah. He has a great mother. We argue here and there, but she's, she's great, honestly. Stays very care, very well care of him. And, um, um, I left him when he was a few months about to be one, or he just turned one came back when he was like four, four or five. And uh, ever since then, we just built a strong relationship. Yeah. Like, he was a big baby. He was mama's boy. Yeah. Like, he was boy old. 
That's my son's only three, but that's where he's at now. It's just yeah. know, complete mama's boy pushes me away. Now I'll get away from me and all that. And it, it was it was actually pretty funny. Last night uh, last night was Halloween because uh, this is Thursday right now. It's going to be released on Friday. But uh, we we were going trick or treating with uh, friends of ours and their kids, and they had uh, yeah, my friend had her parents come over to hand out candy while we were all out trick or treating with the boys. Right. And uh, you know my my son didn't want to go trick or treat. He wanted to go downstairs and play with the trains. You know, right. play with the house and he was playing with all their toys because, you know, they're somebody else's toys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we were, I, I was standing outside. My wife was downstairs with him and, uh, you know, my friend's parents were out there handing out candy. We're talking. I, I know her parents, you know, very well. And, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's getting so big. I was like, yeah, he, he's getting big. He hates me. And, <laughs> and like, they, they both looked at me and, like, you know, gave them, like, this confused look. I was like, no, like, like, he's just, he's all about mommy right now. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't actually hate me, you know. I just, that, that's how I phrase it, you know. They're in that nurture stage. Oh, yeah. They just want to be babied. And, I mean, that's, that's dope. Like, yeah. uh, like, you deserve to be babied, but at a certain point, like, I got to get you prepared for the world, so we're going to be on some little boy growing into a man, man type of deal. And I might be doing it too early with my son, but I don't know. I just feel like I want. I wasn't prepared for what I went through, so it's like I want him to be prepared for anything that comes his way. So I want to do that for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's basically what I'm doing. But he's a good kid, man. He's, he's he's smart. He's mature for his age, but he's still a boy. He's still a yeah. kid. Yeah. He still has fun. So. I can't. Can't. Yeah. So you keep inhaling that damn thing. I'm trying not to. Yeah, I, I know it's it's hard. Like when, like especially like cigarette smokers and you know anything else really, like it's so hard to not inhale. Like when you're when you're trying it out, you know. So I'm trying to blow straight out, but it's not working. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you definitely have to, like, it, it's weird, because, like, you actually put some, you know, you have to put some thought into it when you're, right. when you're so used to inhaling. So. I suck at multi-taste. <laughs> it's so horrible, like, that's part of why I'm such a good selector, it's like, all you gotta do is just do one thing. Yep. You, know? you got, you got this little voice in your head telling you to pick this, and pick that, and you just She's keep going. so annoying. Yeah. Like, I think Hopeless tried their best to, like, imitate a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to women. I love women, but like she doesn't listen to you. She's yeah. always right. Yeah. And she just talks over you, like it just yeah. ignores you. Yeah, that's like, I definitely don't miss those days. Like you know, that's like so I've been gone from Whole Foods uh, uh what a month and a half now. A month and a half I've been out of there. Um maybe like a month and three weeks, something like that. But, Do you uh, miss it? Uh, not really. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, yeah, I, I miss seeing some of the people every day, right. you know, uh, do I miss the job? I, like, I, I love my job. Right. Uh, uh, you know me, you know that, uh, you know, some people could push those buttons and, uh, of course. I would, I didn't hold back and I would, I would 
put them in their place. Right. You know. You have to sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes I was wrong, uh, but I was I was the first to admit, like, you know, oh shit, I I fucked that. You right. Know, that's my bad. And every time I've gone I've gone to that person or those people and saying, you know, hey, look, that's that's my bad. You know. Uh, but no, man, that's uh, going to go to the steel mill has been good so far. Um, you know, the future definitely looks very bright. Um, you know, uh, just uh, different incentives and whatnot. Um, that's, there's the contract to see right now, but uh, I hope that all blows over. Um, I mean, it's already been a few months, so I mean, obviously it's not blowing over, but I hope there's an agreement soon, because, I mean, if they end up, if the union ends up striking, or I'm on probation, then uh, I'm stopping the job, you know? Back to hope you and That's right. I mean, Russell told me, he's like, you know, if anything ever happens or, you know, you want to you wanna come back, you got, you know, the door's open, uh, which is which is a good feeling. I told him, I, you know, uh, like, he, he, he was joking around, he told me, he's like, no offense, bro, but, you know, I hope it doesn't work out for you so I can get you back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's great. Oh, Russell but, wants the best for everybody. Yeah. You know, he's joking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. You know, at least I know that I've got that. You know, like I mean, you say, you know, yeah, if we go on strike, then I could go work at Whole Foods. Shout out to Nate. Yeah, Nate Minsky. Yeah. Hey, man, he. I remember because if you remember, like they tossed me back in the sanitation sanitation department yeah, right yeah. here. Took all these garbage bags. Like Nate looked at me. Look at this big fucking Mexican. Like what? He, he fucking looks like he yeah. can move some shit. Yeah. And Nate went back there one day. Was like, hey. What's up, bro? I was like, hey, how's that done? He's like, you want to try selecting? No, come, come, let me show you a little bit. Ever since then, May's one of the first people who had my back. May's always pushed for me to get hired on, and always pushed for me to, man, good guy. And people yeah. like that. People like That's, you. I, I've known Nate since uh, like fucking second grade. Yeah. Oh, and, shit. Uh, I mean, it was only because, like, I, we went to Eggers, and then third grade, I went to Edison. David Eggers, but, uh, you know, there was, like, separation there, you know, a few years, and, you know, like, right. after, after, like, he ended up moving to Florida, uh, I think it was Florida, maybe it was California, I don't remember, right. but anyway, uh, yeah, when I started at Whole Foods, like, holy shit, check out this motherfucker, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. so, yeah, dude, like, uh, Nate, I think, I think Nate's a good, a good fit for where he's at, and, uh, yes. you know, uh, anything that happens in the future, you know, I, I think uh, he's he's gonna do well. So. For sure, guaranteed. Um, yeah, that's. I think uh, I think the new DC uh, did did well for a lot of people. Like it did a lot of people well. Yes. Um, but you know, I I wasn't happy about it. Most most people weren't happy about it at first because I mean, come on, Maryville or Pullman District, South Chicago. I mean, you know, but well, let's um, go to Maryville, right? Yeah. But, I mean, the Pullman area isn't that bad. I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure it's way more beneficial for the for the company being that it's right off the highway. Oh, that and they, they, they had to they had to get some massive tax cuts. Oh, sh- for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Anyway, well, if they would have never made that move, I probably would have never gotten hired on. Because, you know, well, technically, from my understanding, is 
is. I mean, I'm not too sure, but this is the way I see it. I mean, they're supposed to hire people from the area. Yeah. And you're not going to get too many stand-up, no disrespect to Chicago people, but you're not going to get too many people who don't have a background out there. Yeah. So it's like... and the people, that was, That's one of the stipulations. I, like we have to be able to let the background in. Yeah, we'll have to so, hire people around from the area if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna move here. I'm guessing, you know, I, yeah. I would think, I would hope so. That's how it went, and they had a lower down their standard. Well, I, I, I don't like saying it that way. Like lower the standards. Uh, granted, most of the people that came in from the tech agency, it seemed like the standards were lower. You know? <laughs> but uh, you're, the per- you're the perfect example. Like you could say lower your standards, but that's not true because. I mean, there are people like you Thank who, you, you know, uh, in all reality, that standard is very high, you know. So, I mean, at least on, on your end, like, your your work ethic speaks for itself. Gustavo. Yeah. Gus, Gus uh, he, he's another one who's just a hell of a dude. Hell of a dude. Hell of a worker. Uh, yeah. And so I, I was giving him shit last time I seen him. I think it was my last day. Uh, I seen him out in the parking lot and told him I wanted to pinch his cheek because he was getting pretty... Chubby, thick, right? Yeah, yeah. It is getting thick. I like yeah. that. So. <laughs> but, uh. Kind of want to hit him up after this. Yeah. yeah. Late night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I got an early morning. Otherwise, I'd, I'd hang out. Yeah. yeah. But, um, my brother, even though I brought him, he didn't come to the Tempe agency, but my brother's also a good worker, hard worker. I'm not sure if you work too much with him, but. I didn't really work with him too much, but that's, I, I'm pretty sure I know. Which one he is? Right. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I know I never heard anything bad about him. He was, uh, I'm pretty sure he was loading when I left, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. I, I want to say he came to help you guys. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I was thinking of the right dude. Um, but, uh, that's, I actually hit Alonzo up the other night. Uh, I went to see Nine Inch Nails. Uh, my, my cousin... My cousin's dad hit me up a Saturday morning, and he's like, hey, I got this. I got two tickets, man. He's like, you know, if you got no one to go with, I'll go with you. Uh, if you do have somebody to go with, I'll just I'll run me out the tickets, you know. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, I, I, asked, I, I asked my brother, but my brother didn't get back to me until too late, so I told Troy. I was like, yeah, dude, let's, me and you, let's go. Let's he went. Do it. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I actually went with uh, my, my two cousins. And, and Troy to see Pearl Jam at Ridley Field. Oh, sure. uh, not last year, the year before. Uh, maybe it was last year. I don't remember. But yeah, Troy, Troy's a great dude. Uh, you're talking about Lonzo, right? Who's, who's Troy? No, no, no. My, I'm talking about Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. So like, we went to see Nine Inch Nails and uh, like, you know, got out of line from getting the beer. I'm looking hard. We were still in line. I was looking at the poster for like coming soon. And, uh, uh, Zoe told me ISO one night. I was like, "All right, dude, give me something new to listen to. Like something new, like something new to me. You know, something, something I should check out. Something you think I should check out." He, uh, he's like Travis Scott. Yes. Like, all right. So, um, you know, like that night, I turned Travis Scott on my, my Bluetooth speaker while I'm on the high lift. You know, and uh, like I, I like the sound of it, but I couldn't pay that much of attention to it because I. No, 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 it wasn't, not understand it. It was, well, like, I, you know, like, uh, uh, I, I physically couldn't hear it, you right, know, like, right. hear, hear the lyrics, you know. I, I knew the music was, you know, like, the beat was, 
enjoyable. Like I liked listening to it, I was getting into it, but I couldn't hear all the lyrics. So I would pick up this, I would pick up that, you know. Um, but uh, he asked me what I thought, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, like sounds good, but I, I can't tell you <coughs> how I feel about it right now because I didn't really get a chance to like actually hear." Right. hear uh, well, December 6th, he's going to be at the United Center. So I text so I was like, hey, dude, Travis Scott, December 6th, United Center. He's like, sounds like a good time. So, and so I got to I gotta get a hold of him and uh, get together with him. That would be Yeah. Travis Scott is dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like I said, I, li- I like what I've, what I've heard. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's got some he's got some moments that, that make me laugh a little bit. Yeah. You know. Um, I... I mean, I listen to all types of music, generally rap and R&B, but um, I just recently started getting to Post Malone. Post Malone's dope. Yeah. He's a white rapper, but his style is different, and he actually oh, has white guys. Right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but he he has content to his music, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So he's, he's somebody you can listen to, too. And um, there's all types of actual like content rappers. Actually, have something to say. Yeah, not just the mumble jumble type shit. Well, that's one of the, one of the podcasts I listen to is like uh, on the true crime podcast. Uh, but they did a they did like a three part episode on uh, uh, Biggie and Tupac. So you know, like I've always known Biggie and Tupac. You know, right. from what they played on the radio and whatnot. It's like, oh yeah. Um, and then, like after listening to that series, it's like, all right, I gotta I gotta like actually pay attention like these albums. You know, to hear hear what you don't hear on the radio, you know? Right. And, like, after that, it's like, God damn. It, it, it's crazy business. So, like, I was on, I was on a big, uh, big Tupac and Biggie kick for a couple of weeks. And then, it was like, all right, I need something new. That's when I asked him about that, so. Yeah. Um, big Sean's a good one. Big Sean. Kendrick Lamar. J. Cole. Um, Logic. There's a couple rappers that have actually uh, I don't know anything about uh, Machine Gun Kelly, but how how is he? Uh, I know that they had the beef with uh, Eminem, Eminem and MGK. Um, I had, I've only heard a couple of songs from MGK, so is, is he worth listening to or not? He's definitely a good rapper. He has content. He could rap his ass off if he really wanted to, and he has a style. I mean, granted, he beefed with Eminem. Wrong to have, like, Eminem is just, like, a whole, total different tier, and, like, you just can't fuck with him, there's fucking old rappers who have something to say that can't fuck with him, so it's like, you picked the wrong fight, but he definitely has good music, and he definitely can rap his ass off, and he definitely has something to say, so it's like, I'm not gonna take that from him, but it's just like, you got choose your battles, you know what I'm saying, so, yeah. it's like, he's dope, you can listen to him, he's dope, he has good music. Um, Eminem too is like he has great music, but at a certain point, it's like, bro, like what else can you say? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, you, you can fucking out rap anybody. Like, don't waste your time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, that MGK is pretty dope for sure. All right, so back to the cigars. So, uh, what was our? Is this your your first like premium cigar? It's not my first, but it's all right. It's not my first, but it's my first whole one that I can just sit here and enjoy. Yeah. Sober, at least. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times I 
somebody, hey, you better smoke a cigar. I'm dropped off my head. All right, cool. Yeah. And then I fucking die coughing because I hit it like I've been having today. <laughs> and, um, but other than that, this is my actual first cigar that I can sit back and enjoy. And I'm pretty sure I'm done, right? No, you can take that man off. Oh, okay. It's a big man. You'd be, uh, you'd be putting lots of cigars to waste. Yeah, it's one of those things where some people, uh, they, you know, they smoke it to the van and that's it. Those are pretty sure those are ballers. Well, not as, I mean, some cigars, I mean, that's kind of how they're made. Okay. Uh, but I mean, they also have a, a thin van, not a, not an inch and a half van that's, you know, an inch off the, right. the, uh, the, the shoulder of the cigar. So, I mean, that's two and a half inches of cigar that you could very much be smoking and it's still a good cigar. So. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if you, I mean, if anything in the cabinet suits your fancy, uh, you know, feel free. Trying to make it home tonight. Yeah, that's what I figured. So are you, uh, do you, I mean, obviously plumbing is different locations. Uh, are you, have you been on like any, any big jobs? Or are you pretty much like residential or how, how's it going? For I've you? been very fortunate. And this is like, I can't say this anymore, like, I'll get into this later, but i just been blessed. Like, I know there's some type of being, some type of God taking care of me, because I've just been blessed day after day after day. I was fortunate to be part of one of the biggest jobs in the area, which is uh, the Michigan City Hospital that was built right off of 894. Yeah. St. Francis. Yeah. St. Anthony. Um, That was my first actual job. My, my first, like, I got assigned to Circle R, which is a union uh, contractor. Uh, and um, I stood it for a year. Worked for a guy named Dave, who was supposed to be a fucking asshole. Like, get rid of apprentices, like, give you a hard time, like, he wants a hard worker. And he was pretty cool. Like, I got along with him. Fucking chew your ass out, type of guy, but you when, gotta, when you deserved it, yeah, and, yeah, and even when you didn't deserve it, he just chew your ass out just to do it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. he was cool, like, he'll let you know, like, you know, I'm just giving you shit, right? Like, I want to make sure you guys are tough and ready to handle shit, and I respect that. Like, I grew up, I grew up on that shit, so it's like, you're not doing anything I'm not used to, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, that pressure, sure that's why I stuck around for a year, um, almost a year. But uh, I was fortunate to be part of that job. The fucking hospital was great. It was, it was it was a very like it was inspiring because it's like I'm building something that is gonna be saving lives. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like it's gonna be I'm helping create something and it's just dope, like and then from there I got laid off. I got picked up by LGS, another union contractor. Um, and they're doing a hospital what another big job in Northwest a hospital in, in Crown Point off of Broadway. It's like a, a stroke or some type of special ho- no. hospital. And um, it's one of those big jobs in the area. So it's like I went from one big job to another big job. They're all commercial jobs. Not too many people get the opportunity to do that. And I'm a second year apprentice and they feel comfortable with giving me certain responsibilities that you know, second year apprentices don't have. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I'm not trying to Again, I'm trying to sound as humble as possible, but, like, I'm not perfect, or, but I just bust my ass. That's all I do. Yeah. I go to work. I mean, I have my bad days, you know. Everybody has their bad oh, yeah. days. They go to work, like, fuck, man. 
fuck this shit, right? Yeah. But they are definitely a great company. Like both both of them are great companies. I mean, you have your bad days, you have your good days. But um, for the most part, LGS is treating me very well. Like fucking, I'm at the hospital one day, and they need help to go tie in the sewer in Gary. I've never done that before, so this is an experience I have where they need help to go pipe this gas line at this house, or they need help to go find this leak at this house, you know, it's different stuff that they're giving me a chance to find out and do and work with, and I love it, you know what I'm saying, it's like, it's a new experience each and every day, and the guys I'm working with are just as dope and cool as guys at Hopefuls, you know, they're willing to teach me, they're willing to, to talk to me and show me what to do and what not to do, and like, when you have people like that in your life who are willing to, like, build you, to willing to work on you to make you the best plumber or person they can. That's dope, man. It's almost, nothing. almost like a uh, like a low level mentor. I just a big ass hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to. <laughs> God damn. Excuse my language, but oh, yeah, no, it, it's <coughs> it's explosive. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, yeah, that shit hurt. But um. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a dope-ass experience, like, to hear people say, like, man, you're doing a good job, but I ain't, not saying that I didn't get too many pats on the back growing up, because I did, I just didn't appreciate them like I appreciate them now. Yeah, it's definitely a different, a different world, you know, when it, when it comes to shit like that, um, and yeah, you know, I, I try to make sure I tell my son, good job, whenever it applies. You know, I, you know, it's not like I'm, you know, he's fucking something up. I'm telling him, you know, good job. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, but yeah, it's, it is different, you know, hearing, hearing good job from your parents to hearing good job from someone who's, who's like, you know, teaching you at work or, right. uh, you know, anything along those lines. Right. Uh, or, you know, shit, man, uh, hearing from a complete stranger is probably one of the best things right. you can get. I mean, you expect your parents to do a good job yeah, or exactly. to be there for you or to hype you up. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always good to hear. Because, I mean, I chew my son out. Again, Julian, shout out. I chew my nephews out worse than I chew my son out. Yeah. Because, I mean, my nephews are a little, little badass. <laughs> and I can only blame myself because, I mean... Are, are they the same age as your son? They're two years apart. Yeah. So, like, my son's eight. My other nephews, I want to say he's ten. My other nephew's twelve. So it's like, I, but I live permanently with my nephews, so it's like I'm there with them all day. I get to see what they do every day, and I yell at them every day. But, you know, when they do the good, I, I don't know, like, good yeah. job. But yeah. that's, like, rare. So it's like I have to chew their ass out more than anything. So shout out to Channel One Javion. There goes a shout out. Shout out to Daniel. Um, but, I mean, I feel privileged to help raise these boys and, like, hopefully become genuine good men one day, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like today, um, my son's like, I was like, hey, where, where's your report card at? He's like, oh, you gotta look at mine. I asked his mom, his mom sent me his report card. Damn near almost half straight A's. Like, yeah. but a few B's, one D and one C. I'm like, bro, like, I'm proud of you. Like, regardless of this D and C, like, I'm proud of you, good job. Yeah, like I, you know, yeah, you need to work on those, but, 
Yeah, you're doing a good job in all these other areas. Yeah, it's like, I can't be mad at you. Well, I expect better, but like... Like, what were what were the D's and C's in? Was it, uh... It was like, he had a, he had a C in, in math, and he had a D in social studies, which is, I guess, history. Yeah. So, and he's like, Dad, he's like, and my other because he's in Catholic school now. He's back, when he was, his mom put him in Catholic school before, and then he went to public school for a while because he couldn't afford it. And then, um, now he's back in Catholic school. He's like, Dad, he's like, he rarely learned history and social studies in public school. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. I was like, same thing. It's history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. change. Same thing. I was like, you'll get the idea as soon as you start learning more about it. Then, um, but he told me, and, and Matt, he's like, Dad, he's like, I didn't get certain things. He's like, I didn't get how to round up, how to round down. And right when he said that, I started throwing numbers at him, like, round them out. Five to round up, four to round down. Yeah. I started throwing big numbers, whatever. And he just, off his head, just clicking Get him, he's getting him. I was like, what's the problem? He's like, well, before I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. I do. So he, the fact that he even understands that, yeah. it just blows my mind. Yeah. It's like, all right, bro, I can't even argue with you. Like, get these grades up and then you'll get that PS4 you wanted or that's what you wanted. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like he's, he's great. He's a great kid. Awesome. That's, you know, definitely, like, where, where my son's at now, it's still fun to watch because, like, he's, he's getting that. Um, I, I guess that, that attitude, you know, he's three, so the terrible twos, terrible three, yeah. you know, it's like he, he, he's there, but it's it's pretty damn annoying sometimes, but it's it's cool to watch and observe, you know, to, to, to watch these stages happen, but like, you know, basically he's developing that personality, and... But he knows, like, Halloween is candy, right? Oh, yeah. And he didn't yeah. care? No, that's, you know, he, that's dope. He, he was he was psyched up for it when we got there. Like, so, uh, my wife had to take a half a day yesterday because uh, our daycare was closed. Right. So, Which is? Uh, it's just an in-home daycare okay. here in Griffin. But, uh, so, her son was graduating from the Marines yesterday. Okay. So, she was going on, she was flying right. out to California to see her son graduate, you know. Um, so, obviously, a, a good reason to close the daycare. For the weekend, yeah. Uh, so my wife had to take a half day, and you know she's got today and tomorrow off too, which is really nice. Uh, she gets to stay home and, and hang out with, with Kenny for, for a couple of days. But the first half of the day yesterday, she dropped him off at our friend's house that we were going trick or treating with. So right. he spent all day playing with the boys and playing with their toys and everything. And then he came home and like just knocked the fuck out. Like he was like oh, he had. Uh, he was sitting on her lap and eating a snack before bed. With him. He was like sleepy, eyes closed, and like <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, like it's more like drunk eating. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Bossing with a half cheeseburger. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like half a crazy face next yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so like he didn't get much of a nap. Like he like at home he usually sleeps like three hours oh, for for a nap, which is I mean he. Gotta get, he's got to get that from me because I used to sleep all the time. You know? um, but uh, so like we woke him up early yesterday to go trick or treat. It started at five. He went down about like two thirty or something. So he only got like two hours, and uh, he was pissed. Like, <laughs> you know, he was he was like earlier in the day he was psyched, yeah he was psyched to go trick or treat. Then we woke him up. He wanted nothing nothing to do with it. We got to their house and. Uh, you know, 
he just wanted to play with the toys again. Like you know, he was there all day playing. He wanted to go keep playing with the toys, even though the even though the other two boys got dressed up and head out the door. Like you know, we we, we forced his costume on him and like we took him Who out. Was it? Uh, he was a dinosaur. Uh, it is actually a pretty nice looking costume. Um, oh, that sucks. But uh, you know, he he didn't want anything to do with it. It's like, come on, bud, let's go get some candy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, like, she walked him up to a few doors. And, uh, our, our friend's kid, uh, he was a, he was a big T-Rex. It's like this big inflatable suit. Right. And uh, so, like, he could barely walk. And so we ended up, we got down to the end of the block and ended up turning back so he could change costumes. He had a backup Batman costume. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my son just wanted to stay at the house. So it's like, all right, we'll stay here. If he changes his mind, we'll meet up. So after, like, 45 minutes... Like, all right, Tommy, hey, let's go trick or treating. It's like, of course, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. now you want to go. Now you want to. He throws costume on and everything. And, uh, we end up having to, to meet up with, with them again. And, uh, Out here? Uh, uh, we were in Highland, <coughs> so, you know, right down the street. But, uh, like, he he still he was still pretty shy to, like, walk up to the doors and everything. Uh, and then, like, last 10, 15 minutes of it, like, he actually really got into it, which was cool, it was fun, um, you know, got him, like, running up to the doors, right. you know, it's like, come on, bud, let's race, right. you know, so, me, him, and, uh, one of the other boys kept racing to, to each door, so he, he started, he started kids really getting into his age? Yeah, yeah, uh, he's three, and my friend's kids, I, they're, uh, three and five, I think, okay, uh, maybe three and six, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm, I'm a horrible friend. So. It happens to me too. Yeah. So. I forget birthdays. I forget all that shit. I forget to go to birthday parties. Yeah. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> like, um, one of my good friends lives. Like, she invites me to her son's birthday party every year. And every year she gets mad. She's like, so you forgot. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I dropped the present off later. And I yeah. forget about the present. I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah. It's bad, but. Faye knows all of I'm his best friend. Yeah. Yeah, so she knows that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, for the most part, bro, like, I appreciate you for having me on here. Like, honestly, this is dope. Well, just for the most part, you appreciate me? Yeah. All right. That's, <laughs> that's cool, you know, I guess. So. I mean, <laughs> it's, I meant it in a very positive way. I know. No, I'm, I'm glad you were able to come out. It took us about, like, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and some uh, some false black posts on Facebook. And, you know. It's definitely going to go out, though. Like, yeah. We made it happen. No, I'm glad that, you know, uh, well, I mean, it works out because, like, I definitely wanted to do, you know, the podcast with you and then Russell was going to do it. And, you know, since we weren't able to do it last week, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll get them both together. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of glad it worked out this way that Russell was out of town because you know fuck Russell. Yeah. Uh, we'll get him back. I can't say that's yeah, my yeah. boss. That's still my boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's uh, you, you know I don't mean that, but uh, yeah. So that's I'll I'll get you both one on one. So yeah, I whenever you want me to come back, like um. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, how did you feel about smoking the cigar? I mean, are, are you? Is oh it, no, it's it, great. That's why I'm still puffing. Is it is it something you'll you'll try out again later? Yeah, or? 
Hubbard, yeah. Hubbard versus Cognac. And I know there's a cigar that goes perfect with Cognac. What is it? Uh, that I, I'm not well versed in Cognac, so but I do hear the Cognac is good with the cigar. Uh, I've also got to try out rum uh, with certain cigars. Uh, I guess rum is a very good pairing. Uh, I like the sweetness of the rum brings out the sweetness of the right. tobacco and all that. So, um, sometimes I do gin. Uh, if I'm doing gin, it's just uh, most likely just to be gin on the rocks. So, but uh, everything on the rocks. Yeah. yeah this, uh, this, the the Weller is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, some days I'm a bitch and I need a, a, a mix or something to chase it down with, but... Oh no, that's, I'm not saying it's all the time. Uh, you know, like 50, like when we went on a cruise a couple years ago, I was drinking those frozen fruity drinks all fucking week. Yeah, that was my uncle, <laughs> uncle. He kept posting up pictures of margaritas, all frozen yeah. margaritas, like different margarita every day. I'm like, God damn, like, you're not drunk, like, you're not drunk yet? It's every every hour different margarita. But I'm, I'm sure. Cruise they're fun, right? Oh yeah, yeah, dude, we, we had a blast. Like my, my, my wife won't go on another one because like she keeps hearing all these bad stories about hurricanes and shit. And like we didn't we didn't have the best experience with the boat that we were on. Just the boat that we were on, like had uh, like it was like it's, it was uh, it was like <coughs> a, it, it was it was like its re maiden voyage. Like it was a refurbished boat. It was going on its first sail after it was remodeled and everything. Sounds sketchy. Well, yeah, so like the staff wasn't up to par. The food, like the first, the first like day and a half, the food, like they were not prepared at all. Did you guys you know? Chips? Uh, no. no, no, like uh, we we didn't have any any problems with you know any any sickness any any situations. Uh, I said it was, it was smooth sailing, and like we went to uh, uh, the Cayman Islands and Key West, and both are fantastic spots. Uh, Cayman Islands, where I proposed to my wife. Um, uh, did it while, while snorkeling. Um, Underwater? So yeah. Oh, so you are a romantic. No, no, dude. Like I, oh, dude, I, dude, so fucking like nervous not not to do it because I mean we already, we already had our. How did you not lose the ring in the exactly, water? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like this, this ring was it was fucking expensive. You know, like, like, to, to me, to me, uh, you know, not not saying I'm a baller or anything, but right. I mean, it took a while to pay off. You know? Right. Yeah. No, I, um, I could just imagine. So, like, the water is so damn clear, and like, it doesn't look like it, but we were in like 40 feet of water. Oh shit! And it was just like any pictures. I mean, I'm just no, dumb, right? It's underwater, yeah. but I know they have cameras and shit. Um, and like, we were like far underwater. Like, you know, we were getting ready to go back to the boat and. You know, that little, like, uh, mesh pocket you have on the inside of your swim trunks? Like, that's where I had it in, like, a Ziploc bag. Oh, shit. So, like, with a little bit of air in it. So, like, if I did, if it did come out, like, I'd be able to grab it. Uh, yeah, like, just before we went to the boat, like, I, I took the ring out of the bag, like, with, like, you know, the devil's clutch on this fucking <laughs> uh, That's funny. I told her to go underwater one more time. And, like, she looked underwater. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, hey, you know, get all excited and all. I, I went to go put it on her finger. I was like, you know what, no. Like, yeah, with this, 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 yeah, this is getting, I, I'm holding on to this until we get out of the fucking boat. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's, you know, got a cool story that's out of it. That's uh, I didn't lose it. Yeah. You know, so that's that's a good thing. Yeah, I would have uh, fucking lost it. Like, <laughs> I would have paid on something I don't have. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, like, uh, you know, this, this is my second marriage. Uh, so, first, first wedding, 
we, uh, we were in, like, Daytona Beach for a honeymoon, and, like, you know, this is a past life, but, like, I told her, and, like, you know, don't, don't lose your fucking ring. Right. Don't lose a ring in the ocean. And, uh, so, like, we're out there, and, uh, like, I stuck my, you know, like, the waves are coming in, we're in shallow water, like, I, I had my hands in the sand, and I pulled my hands out, I got no ring. I lose my ring in, in the ocean, uh, you know, not too far off the, off the shore, but far enough, but, um, like, long story short, like, somebody at the resort we were at, was like, yeah, there's a guy that walks around with a metal detector, maybe you can find it, it's like, yeah, fucking run. Right. Like I find this dude, and uh, you know, it's like yeah, it was uh, yeah somewhere over there, you know, right. with, with my with my arms fully extended, right. you know, like yeah, some somewhere over in that area, well, a and, thousand um, feet, like yeah. This, this area, yeah. So sure as shit, dude. Like two days later, he, he comes up to me, he's like, yeah, two tone, this is this your ring? He's like you gotta be fucking kidding. How <laughs> the fucker found my ring? How much did it cost to get it back? Not a, he wouldn't take anything. Like, I, I tried I tried giving him a gift card uh, to to one of the stores like over there and it's like not nah, that's it's like holy shit dude. see great like, people are out there yeah good people but, like are out he, there. he was telling me a couple stories about uh, you know, like things that he's found like he found like a six thousand dollar ring uh, and sent it back to the people that's like they, they gave him they, like it took him a couple months to find it right. but like you know eventually he found it and he had their address and Send it back to them. That's dope. So, yeah. So, yeah, just, uh, yeah, that's a hell of a hobby to have. Just <laughs> fucking retire. <laughs> retire. Just Look for shit. chill out on uh, Daytona Beach, walking up and down with the metal detector, seeing what you find. I'm sure he's found a lot more oh, yeah. where he doesn't have to worry about shit. Yeah, like, I mean, he was telling me about some pretty extravagant, like, coins that he's found. And, you yeah. Know, whatnot, so. That's dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking treasures from back in the day. Yeah. That's dope. That's a hell of a story. Um, when I do propose or when I do get married, I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do it, but I can't do it underwater. So I'll definitely lose that shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you do it underwater, make sure it's in the pool and you're not by the filter. Right? right? You'll be right. all right. You'll be all right. If I am by the filter, it better be like a, a home pool or something. Yeah. Like Go in that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Because there ain't too many guys out there with metal detectors who'll give me a shit back. <laughs> They, they, they spent money on that metal detector and they're going to need it back. Uh, yeah. Damn, that's dope. So, um, I, do have a, I do have backup cigars out here if, if you feel you like you want another one, but that's completely up to you. No, I, you know what, honestly, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel like a little lightheaded or like buzzed off the cigar. The way you were inhaling it, yeah. Like, I mean, nic- nicotine will give you a, like, if you're not used to it, like, do you smoke cigarettes or no? No. no? I smoke so, cigarettes, funny story, I smoke cigarettes in high school sophomore year for uh it was like two weeks yeah. like two weeks in um in summer school and yeah summer school like, um, i was fucking up but i smoked two weeks i didn't fucking like it i was a pothead in high school you know what i'm saying yeah. so i was like yeah this shit is nowhere near to wait so it's like yeah, the satisfaction yeah it's like i don't want to smoke this shit i'm just fucking myself up like, yeah. i want to fuck myself up when smoke some yeah. Granted, i don't do any heavy drugs never did heavy drugs yeah other than like Certain shit I've tested, but like, no coke, no heroin, no, any of that shit, I never did. But, I was pothead, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cigarettes wasn't for me. I had to stop. I, I was smoking cigarettes fucking two weeks straight, like, faithfully. Like you've been doing it all your life. Yeah, yeah. and one day I was like, I don't want to do this shit. I 
stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I quit smoking cigarettes uh, three years ago, almost three and a half years ago. And I've had a couple, like the, you know, just randomly, and like, every time it's just like, man, like, this is it's so satisfyingly disgusting. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, brings, it brings back that satisfaction that I used to get from them, you know? Um, but no, like, if you're not used to nicotine, and, uh, I mean, it, even if you don't inhale, like, you'll find a cigar sometimes, it's just like a straight-up nicotine bomb. And right. it'll, it'll hit you like, you know, I hope you ate a good meal before, right. you know, because, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll turn green, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I mean, even even like this cigar, like, this isn't the strongest cigar. Uh, it's it's like a medium full. So it's like in between medium and, and full. You right. Know? Uh, uh, but, I mean, yeah, for even if you weren't inhaling it, uh, you, you'd probably get a little something, but, I mean, you know, you were, you were inhaling that sound a bit most of the way. Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's like, shit, I, I could keep telling them, but it's... I was trying not to. Yeah, I know. I trying to blow out, but yeah. there's just a little bit caught in there. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Well, that, that's, that's when you get in trouble. It's like when it gets caught back there, you know. Yeah. And that, that's when you're caught. But, yeah. but, I mean, I, I would definitely love to pick up cigars as a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Just like to sit back, eventually in my own house sit back, smoke cigar, drink a, a fucking cognac on the rocks, yeah. preferably Hennessy. Yeah. But that's one day. But right now, I'm just... Hey, man, let me know uh, Let me know when you want to dive into it again. I'm more than happy to oblige. Yeah, well, so. Hey, I mean, all my friends are into it. Like, one of my good friends, Mike, uh, he's a fireman for Hammond, uh, for the, the city of Hammond. And he's into smoking cigars. You know, him and his family are into smoking cigars. Oh, I see them smoke cigars all the time. And he has a fucking liquor cabinet with all types of extravagant fucking liquors. Yeah. Fucking non-extravagant liquors, like whatever. Oh, yeah, dude. Sometimes cheap shit definitely gets the job done. Like, yeah. I, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to slum it, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> Trust me, I, well, there's this, uh, there's this uh, kid that I work with. He's a plumber. He's a, a friend, second year apprentice with me. His name's Kyle. He fucking brags about slamming fucking handles of fucking skull and Fucking, uh, uh, bro. Dude, I got a, I got a picture. We went to a, like we had a white trash party, <laughs> and uh, I, I got a white beater that was like, you know, like I, I was probably a fucking two X at the time, like two XL, right. and I, I was wearing like a large white beater, so it's just like stretched to the max. <laughs> so like I cut a, I cut a couple holes in it, smeared some mustard and ketchup on it, right. and like had some like tiger stripe boxers, and like right. so that's what I wore. I wore my white beater, my boxers, and. I had a handle of skull. Oh, and I, that's oh, that, that was a rough fucking night. <laughs> I remember high school. Everybody knows Jungle Juice. Uh, everyone, everyone knows their own version of Jungle Juice. Right, right. So well, let, let, let's hear yours. I'll tell you mine after. Our, our version was a fucking fifth or whatever we decided to pour in there of either fucking Everclear or fucking Skull or fucking any type of vodka that was either cheap or not that expensive. Pour the bottle or two into a big ass jug, and instead of fucking using fruit punch, we used to heat it from punch the pop. Yeah. The pop. Oh my god. Just the sugar mixed with the fucking alcohol. You didn't take shit, and then you would chop up fruit in there, or whatever you wanted in there. And that was our fucking jug of juice. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's pretty close to ours. Uh, like we, all right. So a single batch would would like fill up a ten gallon aquarium. Oh shit. So. So like this, this comes from like one of our, one of our buddies uh, used to live with my brother. Like he, he brought it from Purdue. He, right. he was in Purdue uh, 
college years. Yeah, years, years ago. But uh, he, he brought back jungle juice with him. Like, that's, that's that fucking college education yeah. right there. So, <laughs> like, ours, it was, um, it was eight various two liters of pop. Like, squirt, uh, seven up, Hawaiian punch, right. um, you know, like Mountain Dew, Sprite, you know, whatever. Um, you know, fruity shit. Uh, but then it would be a fifth of vodka. Uh, it, it was always a fifth of Smirnoff, a fifth of Everclear, and a fifth of Bacardi. Oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, one time I fucked up and grabbed 151 instead of regular Bacardi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, and then, you know, like chopping up the fruit, the, the pineapples, the apples, uh, throwing the grapes in. And, like, the grapes were the best kept secret because they'd sink to the bottom and nobody would know. And let that shit sit for, like, a day, day and a half. So solid, And, know. yeah, exactly. Um, Start eating the fruit. Like, oh, oh yes, yeah. I'm drunk. Fruit, let me yeah. eat some fruit. But the best was, like, watching watching somebody that was their first time drinking. Oh. Like, oh, this is delicious. This tastes like juice. And then, and then two glasses later, they're falling down the stairs. Yeah, like, going up all Like, the straight up, like, my, my buddy Donnie. Like, the first time he drank jungle juice. Like, oh. I, I actually don't even think he was drinking. He just got a, a cup full of fruit. And worst decision ever. Like it was like it was like maybe an hour into the party and uh Donnie like tripped down the last few stairs going into the basement. That's where he stayed the rest of the night. Like, he, just, <laughs> he just fucking sat there. Like every once in a while somebody would grab him a beer like after he woke up, you know. And uh yeah, dude like watching watching first timers drink jungle juice was, was just always just so entertaining. Our high school parties were amazing. Like I remember once I went to I went to Bishop Hope. And I went to uh, Hammond High, so I was like, I went back and forth. But my Bishop Noble, like high school parties, fucking epic. Wait, how old, how old are you? I'm like 27. Oh, yeah, so you're a decade behind. Yeah, so, damn, you don't even fucking look that old. Thanks. <laughs> but, uh, that's a compliment. Yeah, thank um, you. Um, fucking, um, I remember one time, we're at a party at my boy's house out here in, I want to say it was Highland. And, um, I just get there, and everybody's fucking shit-faced already. And I see one of my friends, like, he's pissing in the fireplace, like, he's fucking wasted, he's pissing in the fireplace, right? <laughs> fucking, I, like, I grabbed him, you know, we tried to lead him to the toilet, and I was like, this in the toilet, right? And then I was like, man, like, these guys are getting fucked up, right? So, like, not even an hour, hour and a half later, apparently I was fucked up, very drunk. I started pissing in the fireplace, so it was just like, a revolving door, it was just like, everybody was getting fucked up, yeah, like that's I, you know every every group of friends got one and you know some some extremes are, are worse than others but like yeah I, I had a buddy who uh, who used to uh, like I mean there were there were substances involved but uh, like we'd be we'd be partying and like it get to a point that like he would go and he would like put foil over all the windows <laughs> and he like. Dude, like, he pissed in a plastic bag, like a bag from, like, Strax and Van Til, right. and threw it in the fireplace once. And it's like, dude, what the fuck are you... And, and it was a gas fireplace. Like, oh. it wasn't even, like, it's like, man, god damn it. And, like, <laughs> one day, one day, like, we kind of said, like, yeah, what the... Like, yeah, what, what the fuck are you doing? Child's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And, um, he's like, what? Like, look over, and, like, he's got the plastic bag behind him. It's like, oh. hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, nothing, nothing. It's like, God, get the fuck out of here. That's definitely that white people shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, like, he, he would he would tape up all the windows, and, like, 
Pat, what are you doing? I'm like, why, why are you putting foil over them? He's like, I don't want the party then. I don't want the sun to come up. You know, like, we're, we're fucking going. We're going all night. We're, we're going in tomorrow. I'm like, God damn. And, I mean, I, I say, God damn now. But, like, back in the day, it's like, all right, yeah, let's keep fucking partying. Let's right. go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, I got some beer stashed in the basement, you know. Yeah, uh, good times, bro. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. It never got that serious, bro. Yeah. Like, That's hilarious. That's funny as fuck. God, fuck. The Raiders are getting Oh, it's not that bad. It's fourteen to three. It was seven and a half to go in a second. Never know. Derek Carr could, uh, you know, throw some shit together. Hope so. I pick him. That, yeah, that's like, you know, I had to pick him up because my quarterback was injured. Well, I had to pick him up, but I, I uh, well, in your case, I hope you fucking pick someone, but um, I, uh, you know, I pick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, like a confidence pool. Yeah. Is that Richard Sherman? Is that he's on Niners now? Oh shit. Yeah, that's that's funny as fuck. Good times, bro. Like, that's what I'm about, man. Just having good times, ladies. Oh yeah, there like there were definitely some good times had. Like, and you know, yeah, you know, kind of going back to it, like it's you know, kind of. Good job to the kids, to good job being men. Like it's like yeah, partying back in the day was one thing. Now it's now it's different. You know, yeah. it's, you know, good times then are different from good times now. Like, yeah. You know, it's it, it's strange to see it kind of evolve like that. And, you know, every once in a while you kind of relive those those old days. But yeah. I mean, that's like going to see Nine Inch Nails, man. Like we. I see like, you were fucking hungover. Yeah, dude. Like, like I. I, I had a blast, dude. Like, I mean, Nine Inch Nails is one of my bucket list bands. Like, right. never seen him, want to see him before they stop, you know. And uh, I've wanted to see him since, you know, shit, probably middle school. Right. You know. Uh, and I, you know, like, I, I didn't go overboard because I definitely wanted to remember the show, you know. But I was definitely drunk by the time of that, <laughs> you know. And uh, that's what. Yeah, well, that's I, I'm pretty I'm pretty good about it now because I, I mean, back in the day like I had a problem I stopped for a while, uh, like I, I I know where I'm at now, right. and like I, you know yeah there's been a couple of nights where I lost track, you know but yeah. uh, you know I, I I know the limits I know how to I know how to control it for the most part like I mean I'm never gonna be able to control it completely, right. you that's know, you but home. that's but that's also like now I'll go a couple of weeks without. A cigar without without right. without anything. Just Same to, here. Just to just to level myself I mean, out. You know. I mean, you, you got to do that sometimes. And I think that just comes with age. And, yeah. And maturity. Like, I stopped liking going to bars. I stopped going. Like, I just that was that didn't interest me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Not that. Like, I I still enjoy going out every once in a while. Right. But not that it's anything extravagant. But I mean, you see my setup here. Right. Like. This is dope. I don't need to go anywhere. Yeah, this like, is dope. I fuck with it. You know, I'll I'll have somebody come here and I can back. sit down and bullshit. You know, yeah. um, that's. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great hobby to have, but it's also like filling that like social void from you know not going out to the bar. You right. know, um, doing shit like that. Uh, but and then like it's a great opportunity to sit down and talk to somebody. Like I mean, yeah, we work together. Uh, for a while, 
but I mean, at the most, we had what ten minutes to sit there and bullshit, right, right. and that's it. You know, with with other people around and, right. and everything else. We've never had the chance to get personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like, like last week, I had the chance to sit down with uh, Coffee Black and talk race relations. Like, Coffee Black, Coffee Black is a local comedian. Okay, uh, I actually seen him one of your videos. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we we sat down and had a had a black and white conversation. And you know, I, I learned some shit, man. Like I, you know, it was it was great for me to sit down and talk to somebody and, and actually like get to feel that other side, right. that, that other perspective of everything. It's all about it's, it's all about communication. Like you wouldn't absolutely ever understand somebody else's viewpoint, or like you just won't get other, you won't understand somebody else's life until you actually sit there and talk to them and yeah. try to get like, hey, bro, like, what do you think? How do you react to things? Like, what is your standpoint on things? Like, yeah. it's always good to understand that because I mean, it gives you another way of another point of view that you never had. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, and that's that's what I try to do. I try to understand people before I can actually judge them or actually like think I know who the fuck they are because I don't know who the fuck they are. So I sit there and I actually listen to you. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. You know, shit, dude. I've I've met some, I've I've met some really shitty people, uh, you know, in, in in my past, and you know, uh, it, it it doesn't matter what your background is, man. right? Like there there's shitty people everywhere, right? You know, it's not it's not just stereotypes and all that, right? But, it's not race, it's not color, yeah. it's not it's just it's, it's shitty shitty people come all shapes sizes color. You know, that's uh, I was like. Coffee said, he's like, you know, like one of one of the points that he brought up, he's like, you know, it's not black on black crime, it's not white on white crime, it's it's crime. Right. Like crime and is I'm crime. Man. Yeah. It's, crime is crime. It's you know, crime against your surroundings. Right. You know, it, it, it's not it's not race specific. Right. You know. But I mean obviously you have your fucking hate crimes that happen. Right. And, you know, that's fucking ridiculous. Right. But you know, like as we stated in that show, it's like, you know, Conversation has to start somewhere, and like it, it starts with somebody sitting down and just and just listening, right? Listening, like I mean, that was that was most of the show was me listening to coffee, tell me about experiences, you know, just like that that point of view, and you know what what life is like, and like he grew up on both sides of the tracks. He was talking about like he, he grew up south side of Chicago when he was young, moved into Maryville when it was predominantly white, right? You know. So like he's, he's seen both sides, right? You know? So it was a it was a really great opportunity that just this this bullshit hobby that I had Open, gave gave me yeah. that that great opportunity to sit down yeah. and and talk and listen, you know. So that's why I love doing, it, you know. And and well, but, you know, like I said, like we we've, we've had plenty of conversations, but none that really right. meant anything, right? You know, it, it was always in passing or. You know, just giving each other shit at work. Right, so. right. And I mean, I don't care who you are, I don't care how old you are, I don't care where you came from, you can learn anything from anybody. Absolutely. So, but, you know, whether, whether it's learning a good thing or learning a bad thing, it's, it's still that experience. Right. You know. And it's up to you what you want to do with that information. Yeah. And that's how I try to live my life. Like, don't get me wrong, there's people in my life, my family, friends that would just tell you, like, I'm asshole or I think I know it all. I said, no, I just sit there and try to get 
kind of fucking think about, actually think about this shit before I respond, or like, or if I've been, or I've been through a certain situation that actually taught me what you're going through, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to tell you what I know, or, or what I'm telling you is, is how it's supposed to be, is the correct way to do it, I'm just letting you know from my experience, this is my understanding of your situation. Yeah. If I'm wrong, educate me. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to learn. I, I posted something the other day on Facebook. It was about, um, I forgot what it was. It was like, um, you should always want to be educated or something like that. And to me, I said, what did I say? I said, um, the word to be wise is misleading because a wise person would know that you always need to be educated. Yeah. There's always something to learn. Yeah. You can't know everything. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a wise person has always tried to learn more knowledge, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. So it's like the word wise is just like people swear they're wise, but like in reality you're not if you think you know everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so always more to learn. There's always more to learn. Yeah. So that, and that's what I try to learn. I'm always trying to learn something. Well, tonight, you learned a little bit about cigars. Hell yeah. Not the fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Pop up the shit. Let, let me know how you feel in the morning, you know. Uh, uh, speaking of, I, I lit up a, uh, a toothpick 2.0 Habano from JSK. It's a JSK kind of night. Um, and honestly, I got to say that, that this is the first time I followed the Habano with the, or I followed the Red Knight with the Habano. And uh, yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty good. I'm, I'm not disappointed. That's normally I probably would have done a Maduro, but I, I do prefer the Habano. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, dude. Anytime, uh, anytime you want to come back and um, you know whether whether just be hanging out in the garage or sit down in front of microphones, you know, just let me know. Hey man, whenever you want to have me back, um, shit. Whenever after you're done with. Uh, Russ, if Russ wants to come back, both me and him and you just sit down and kick the shit or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, more than happy to come back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is a dope experience and I was excited to do this. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Like, like you know, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it all the time and, you know, you know, hell, uh, been wanting to do this for a while. It was, it's, it's been a couple of months since, uh, you know, Russ made that comment about, like, you know, you you should tell your story, bro. You know, it's that. It's like, oh well, shit. You should come on the fucking podcast, right? You know, because like I said, like I, I never, I never knew your background. Like I, I knew you had some shit happen. I didn't. I never knew your background before tonight. So I mean, it's been, it's been good to sit down and actually, you know, learn what that background was, right? You know, and I mean, there's more in depth we can get, but I mean, this for another day. Yeah. Another, we can talk more about it some other day. Of course, I can share experiences and stories I've been through. Um. But for the most part, I just want to get that message out that it doesn't matter what you've been through, how tough you had it, or what kind of cards you're dealt with. You can, you can go past anything. You can succeed through anything. You just have to have that mindset that I want to make it. I want to not really prove to others, but prove to yourself that this negative vibe or this negative outlook people have on you is not you. Yeah. You know who you are. People 
love you know who you are and to show the world who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not the smartest person, but I try to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to be that person. I try to, I work hard. Like, I, I want to succeed, you know what I'm saying? And if you just put that in your head, all you have to do is believe in yourself. No matter where you came from, no matter what you've been through, you're fucking three-time belly. You know what I'm saying? And it's not by keep fucking up and going back. This happened all at one time. Yeah. First case, got fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all came at once. It came at the right time. It's something I had to go through. Yeah. To learn my lesson. It was part of my path, part of my life that I needed to go through. And that's all you have to see. That's all you have to look at it as is like, this was meant for me, and it was meant for me to overcome this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's all I want. That's my message I want to give out. It's like, wherever you came from, whatever trials and tribulations you're going through, there's a way out. So, how does that look for your future? Like, is there any way like down the road to you just have three times felt? So, is there any way to get? Felonies expunged off your record, or because I mean, felonies stick with you for life unless it's expunged, correct? Right. Uh, well, once once a state case to our federal, the federal government they don't they don't have anything in writing or anything legally that gives you a chance to expunge it as of right now. But they're working on it. Supposedly, from the lawyer told me. Yeah. My state case can get expunged after like seven years and not be in trouble. Yeah, That's yeah. It. I'm gonna do that, but it's like no point in doing that if I still have so that I can't get rid of you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I mean hopefully one day it's off my record. But it's like I'm not hiding. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I have nothing to hide. I am where I am because those three felonies yeah. made me who I am. Yeah. They put me in a situation to bring me out more. That's I mean, obviously I have a different perspective on the same at the same time. Like, I, I obviously did not go through what you went through, but, you know, along the same lines of what you just said, like, I don't regret anything that I've ever done in my life. Like, that, that, you know, everything that I've done in the past has made me who I am today. Right. And it's, it's given me the life that I have today. Um, you know, that's, do I, do I regret that first marriage? No, but I fucking learned from it. Right. You know, um, and, I mean, shit, dude, like, I, I never let anything like that get in the way of anything else. Right. Like, I mean, hell, I worked side-by-side side with my ex-brother-in-law for three years. Right. After, you know, like, he, he started right after uh, shit went down with me and my first wife. Right. And, you know, he was freshly 18. I told him, I said, look, I got no problem with you if you got no problem me. And he said, no, work stays at work, home stays at home. I said, you're exactly. a fucking smarty figure. Yep. You know, and, I mean, shit, dude. Like, it was, uh, it was look, good, this three, three to four years of pretty much working side by side the entire time. You know, uh, not a single problem. Like, grudges ain't worth it. Like, I mean, he never did anything wrong. Right. You know, uh, but yeah, re regrets, 
I, I have no regrets. Uh, it's just, I, I've learned from some mistakes. I've learned from a lot of shit. Right. You know, but uh, if any of that shit changed in the past. What I'd be today. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know. And I agree. I agree. I mean, I ask for forgiveness for some shit I've done in the past. I, I but that's different. Like, forgiveness right. isn't regret. Right. You know, that's, there, there's absolutely no shame whatsoever in asking for forgiveness. Right. You know. Um, no, it, it seems like uh, you've had a hell of a run and you're definitely making the best of it, turning it into the best that it can be. That's so, the lemons into lemonade. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, shit. Good fertilizer for those roses. Hell yeah. Definitely. So, I'm just gonna just gonna go out on a limb here and say you didn't get those tattoos in prison. No. I didn't. No. I probably probably paid all for all these tattoos. I paid like three hundred bucks. So you you got you're, you're double sleeved out. Yeah. So chest no, done, a little piece of my stomach and my back. Now the, the work on your arms wasn't done. Everything, everything. Really? Yes. That's everything. pretty fucking good for. Yeah, you can take pictures, post it. Yeah. It's dope. It's uh, what the kid who did my arms? Uh, well, I mean, kid. He was my age, like probably two years younger than me. And um. So how how old were you when you went out? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. All right. I got out. But um, the kid that did my arms, he was uh, from Texas. He was, he was a pretty dope kid, funny kid. And um, fucking did an amazing job. So you were pretty much fresh out when you came to Whole Foods. Yes. Goddamn, dude. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, as soon as that, my feet hit the ground, I took off. Yeah, that, that hit the ground running, you know, was pretty fucking yeah. literal, huh? Yeah. Damn, so it's like, I did a lot of reading in there. I did a lot of, I mean, you can call it meditating, but it was just a lot of thinking. Something I want to get into. Is, you know, I've tried, I've tried doing a little meditation. I, I never know if I'm doing it right, which I guess that's kind of the thing with meditation. Right. I mean, you could call it meditating, but all I did was thinking. Right. Some at some point you're in a cell by yourself, or if you're a cell, you can't go nowhere. You're on lockdown for two weeks, a week, three weeks, depending. Whatever happens, um, so you have a lot of time to either read or just sit there and think. Yeah. Work out. So it's like I did a lot of thinking. I did a lot of reading. And obviously, you didn't do a lot of working out the shape you were in. Your hand. No. See, no, I did. <laughs> I, I did. I, I fucking look like cracking when I came out because I mean they don't feed you properly, yeah. and you don't have the right fucking nutrients and yeah. fucking protein and all that shit to build muscle. So I just came out looking like a fucking crackhead with cut up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, for the most part, I did work out a lot. I was a fucking beast. Like, motherfuckers are training me, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you're fucking, you got heart. You stick through any workout, fucking doing 500 burpees a workout in fucking hour and a half, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still don't even know what a fucking burpee is. I, it's, you know, there's I'll, I'll all, keep it that way. From what, what I hear, it's nothing fucking pleasant. So. I mean, there's all types, but it's not at all. And like, as soon as you start fucking working out, you don't want to be a bitch and 
come back out. You know what I'm saying? So you just fucking. Especially if you got people like trying to egg you on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't let them show you out. You gotta keep fucking going. So yeah, I, I did work out. I read heavily. Like, first I started with like novels here and there, like some fucking storyline books. Those got fucking boring to me. They were like fucking Saturday night movies. So, so I started reading actual fucking books of content, like fucking 48 Laws of Power, fucking um, Art of Seduction. I read a couple books on real estate. I read um, I read all types of shit. Anything that just interested me, I read. I mean, half of the time I, I couldn't fully understand it, so I took notes and like so I could remember or so I could hopefully go, go back to yeah, it. Hopefully understand later. Like I got fucking folders in my house full of notes that I took from books. I probably don't fucking remember the title of the book anymore, you know what I'm saying? But it's like certain keys and points that this book is trying to teach you that I know were important. So let me write this shit down. Yeah. Let me fucking bullet point this shit so I can know what key points I need to remember. And I don't remember all of it because, I mean, my dumb ass read the book once and never thought about it again. I just took the most down. But, I mean, it's all about education. If nobody else is going to educate you, Educate yourself. Yeah. So that's that's all I was on, and came home and I was just ready. I was just fucking motivated, and my willpower was strong, and I was just. And that's why I went to Hope the way I did. So is that something that was always with you, like while you were growing up, or is that something that was to be honest, like learned, learned, or kind of forced upon you to yeah. to get that mentality? To be honest with you, I'm not too sure. Like my mom or my parents or people who grow up and be able to tell you, like, man, he's always been fucking that type of person. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Like, I I was always the, the funny kid, like, trying to have a good time. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, teachers or parents are be able to tell you, like, we seen something in him. One of my uncles just passed away recently at old age, and, um, recipes in Poco. But, um, I remember one time when his wife passed away, when and we're walking out, you know, I was just being a clown, just joking around, laughing, you know, trying to make people happy and shit. And my uncle looked at me, and then and when he passed away, this is why it really hurt. Because he looked at me, he looked at my mom, he looked at my grandma, and I remember this like it was yesterday. He's like, this kid's something special. He's the one that's going to bring the family together. He's the one that's going to, he's the glue. And when he said that, I was like, I didn't think nothing. I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? But for it to stick with me to where I remember it now, Bro, like, people seen this in me a long time ago. It just took a while for me to see it. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's, How old were you? It's probably, what, sophomore in high school? So, sophomore, freshman in high school. Yeah. So I was, like, 14, 15, 16. That's some heavy shit to get put on you at that age, you know? I didn't understand that at that age, but now, yeah. looking back, yeah. I was just trying to make everybody happy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, now I look at it, now it's like, damn, like, he knew. So I know, yeah. I'm sure there's other people who sat there and seen, like I see in my nephews, I see in my son, I see the potential, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I see where they can go, and that's why I strive to, to give them that education, or give them that, the tools they need to be that person. To go in the right direction. To be somebody that, to live a life that I didn't live. Yeah. To be better than And that's, that's all I'm about, because I mean, I'm not the best, I know they can be better, so I'm going to make you that better, if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I think that's the 
the ultimate goal is, you know, um, not necessarily to, to give your kids a better life, but to make your kids better people. Um, you know, obviously the better life is, is part of it, but I mean, you still have to raise them to be good people. And like, I mean, you, you know the mistakes that you've made and uh, you know the mistakes that they can make. So, um, you know, it's just that that's, you know, that, that, that part of raising kids that you learn along the way. And that's, uh, you know, I'm definitely, definitely trying to learn it, you know. And I feel like what I went through is kind of like what got me prepared to raise these kids. Because, I mean, granted, my father wasn't in my life like he was supposed to be. But he was, here and there. I don't hate him for it. I love him. He's my father. He gave me life. And it took me a while to understand that. But what I went through is definitely taught me to not be that. To be something I didn't have. Yeah. So that's what I strive to be. Yeah. <clears throat> and it feels good to see my mother proud of me, see my grandmother proud of me. It's great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I never really had that feeling. Not saying that they were never proud of me, because I'm sure there was moments in my life they were proud of me. But to actually see, to know I'm doing great, and to have them proud of me, it feels amazing. Oh, that's good, man. That's, I'm glad everything's, uh, you know, obviously looking looking up, you know. Uh, that's, yeah, dude, I, I didn't know you were, like, fresh out when you started. So that's, I mean, that's a whole other fucking, you know, a, a achievement, I guess. I mean, like you said, like, you, you kind of ran right into it and you didn't have the chance to get in any trouble because, I mean, like, you know, shit, dude, like, when you came in, we were working. Like, it was, at minimum, 16 hours a day. And for the most part, like, it was 18. Like you said, it was, we're supposed to work a 10-hour shift. And, like, if we worked, if we worked 15 hours, it was getting off early. I remember fucking, I remember fucking. Because, I mean, for a minute, there was a meal. I mean, because, granted, there was fucking heavy hitters, Tyler, both Tyler's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For a minute, there was me and, me and Wolf. Me and Brandon. Yeah. Every yeah. day, fucking heavy hitters. You know what I'm saying? And I remember fucking working 24 hours. And, like... Or fucking the system goes down right when we're about to fucking finish. I was I was lucky enough to I, I was freshly in receiving when uh, when you guys worked that twenty four hour shift. I just got out of that shit. Lucky. Yeah, that's you know I, I what was it? Um, one day I was working over on receiving. And I was pretty pissed off because I was like you know two and a half hours over or something like that, which is nothing compared to back in the day. Right. And. One of the guys said something like, yeah, you, know, you, you have any right to bitch, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I, I do, because I fucking got away from that shit. That's why I left shipping and went yeah. to receiving, so I wouldn't work these bullshit out. Right. You know? Right. I remember but, fucking going to the office, fucking after a 24-hour shift, and just fucking laying on the floor. Like, just like, yeah. fuck, you know what I'm saying? But I felt good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did something, you know what I'm saying? That's all that mattered. So it's like... Hopefuls definitely played a part to building who I am now too. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, good. That's you know I, I left, but I still uh, actually I actually got it the other day, but I got the Hopefuls. I got the, the Whole Foods lapel pin on my hat. Yeah, that's, that, that's the the newest addition to my to my hat. 
definitely oh yeah and it's like I said I don't hate it I, I never did hate it right uh, I mean there were a couple of people that I could have done without right but I mean it was never anybody that fucking mattered right. so you know uh, yeah I mean there, there's a lot of good people there that you know I'll, I'll stay in contact with a few people um, you know I haven't deleted anybody on Facebook or anything since right. I left so that's when, that's when you know it's real you know, yeah you have to be yeah yeah so, I mean, definitely had some uh, some some interesting times with a couple of people there. Uh, but I mean, shit, man, it all it all fucking worked itself out. So, and like I said, I got I got no animosity, no hard feelings, nothing. Like I, I didn't leave on bad terms. Like I, I made sure that everything was on good terms uh, because uh, you know, shit, dude. Like my last week, like shit, dude. Uh, when I when I gave Zoe my two weeks notice. I was like, yeah, dude, sorry. Because, like, I told him, I was like, yeah, this has been in the works for a while. I'm sorry I didn't let you know any, any earlier, but I'm not going to say anything until it's a certain thing. He's like, dude, I just appreciate you giving me your two weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I, it, it, it is what it is, but uh, we're going to take a we're gonna take a quick piss break. Hell yeah, I need to put a toy in. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so I'm curious on how that's going to come through. If that got recorded in that when uh, when you hit the cabinet there. Oh shit, that shit it didn't hurt as bad as I just had on the I'm sure it was like it, it sounded bad and I looked up you were fine, but yeah, so so we're back from the piss break. Yeah. I, I got so I got up, tried to fucking turn around, the cabinet door was open, fucking smacked my head right into it. This is pretty dope once we had a video for it. I got homeowners insurance, you know. Just don't don't go overboard. <laughs> well, we both have your insurance. Yeah, yeah. I still got hopeful insurance too. So. Yeah, dude. Uh, I just found out that, like, I, I guess, like, right now, I'm triple covered. For real? Uh, well, well, I'm not. I'm not triple covered. My wife is triple covered because hopeful. Like the Whole Foods is still going till the end of this. this or no? And so, Wait, are we so, allowed to say this? Is this okay? What? Have triple insurance. <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine. Like, I mean, because uh, she's got insurance through Something her company. Yeah, no. She's got insurance through her company. Because when I went over to the mill, uh, he married, obviously. like, she, like the, the way that the insurance works is that, like, she has to have, like, if her job offers it, she has to take it. Right. But then she's covering her mine, uh, plus uh, I get reimbursed for her premium, which is fucking awesome. Right. So... But like, so she was covered under her company and the union. And then when I went in, like, because uh, they, they took uh, insurance on my last check, which was, like, I thought I was covered until September, September 30th. But with that, with my last check, like, it covered me until October 31st. No shit. Like, no shit. Like, Man, I should have went to the fucking mess. You know? All right. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty like she just went to the dentist. I'm pretty sure she she had a, her insurance, my insurance, plus whole food. Like, shit, but I paid her something. <laughs> I wish, but that's that's if the if the dentist takes all three. I'm, I I don't know if they can only take two or how that works. I, I don't know how the shit works. Right. So, um, I went to the doctors earlier this year and I still had both insurance. I'm not sure how. I showed both of them like, hey, I have two insurances. So, like, 
Yeah. You guys deal with it. I ain't get charged shit, so it's like. Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's a plus. I mean, oh, yeah. I know I have long hours every day. I mean, I work six days out of the week, Monday through Friday. I work uh, eight hour shifts. Friday, I'm going to Whole Foods, which is usually anywhere from three to five hours. And I, Monday and Wednesday, I go to school for the plumbing union in Maryville at night, from five to nine. And Saturday, I work all day for Whole Foods. For Whole Foods. It's like, I rarely have fucking time off, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it's worth it knowing that I have these benefits, knowing that I have this extra money, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that. Yeah, that's, and, you know, talking to Russell, he's like, yeah, dude, so, you know, what's it like when, you know, and he asked me the, the, the breakdown on, on pay and everything. I explained it to him. He's like, dude, because like when when I when I put my two weeks in, like I I called Russell. And I was like, hey, I just want I want you to be the first to know. You know, this is it. He's like, oh, bro, where are you going? I was like, yeah, going to the mill. He's like, oh, dude, I, I can't compete with that. He's like, well, I, I wish you the best of luck. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. So like I I definitely give him credit for not trying to. Like, you out yeah, stay, yeah, yeah, not not trying to, you know, you can't give, that from us, like, he, he he's not going to give any bullshit. Yeah, and that's and that's what any lead out there, like, yeah, they, I hope they, they want the best people. So yeah, like, granted, yeah. they also don't want you, they want to get fucked because they're losing good workers, but yeah, exactly. But that's dope. Yeah, and, um, that's basically like I get a fucking associate's degree for free, basically. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have to put yeah. in work for it, but. So you actually get the, the associates, associates through, through the union? Associates in applied science, which is yeah. basically like a fucking high school diploma. Hey, but it's something, you know what I'm saying? It's still an associate's degree. It's still and, and I get a legit fucking plumbing license out of the yeah. camera. So it's like... Yeah. And granted, and the union tells us this, the plumbing union told me this personally. Like, bro, after you're done with this, this the school, after you're done with all this, if you want to go take another position or job anywhere else for any other corporation that has nothing to do with plumbing, go ahead. You don't own shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm sticking around hopefully. It's like, I'm tackling this monster. It's going to get me where I need to be. It's going to help me catch up from the years I lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, yeah, dude, that, like, did 401k and everything. Yeah, pension. I get two pensions. Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm so, saying? So it's like, and a plumbing so, license and a degree. So it's like, why not take but, this opportunity? Put everything you can into, like, you, sure, you got your pensions, that's great. Put everything you can into that 401k. At Whole Foods? You know. Uh, uh, you, you, you still have it at Whole Foods? Yes. Good. For sure. sure. And I want to get I want to get aggressive with it. Like, Fuck, dude, I would, I would put my whole paycheck from Whole Foods in there. Right, I can't because I'm getting garnished from Chelsea. That's no, the other story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean. Other than that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, it's I can't be bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck are you getting garnished for your child school? It's just, just now. Now, was it irresponsibility in the past, or no. was it un- unfortunate circumstances? Unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. Because I, I would, I wouldn't think of you as. No, as, I, I take care of my son. You know what I'm saying, yeah, I, I do, and um, it's not like she was malicious about it. You know what I'm saying? She went into court. It's just government issues. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. filed for assistance, and they're like, "Wait, who the fuck's the father?" Unfortunately, she had to say, well, he's the father, yeah. but he helps out. So she went to court, and she said, he's a great father. He, he helps out, you know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's no ill will, but in order for me to get rights, in order for me to get all that, you know, he has my last name now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. it was fortunate. 
situation. And money's not the issue. Yeah. You can take as much money as you want. I don't give a fuck. But then I'm still going to take care of my son. Yeah. So it's like, it's, money's not the issue. It's just more on the lines of legally. Yeah. Having rights and shit. But I'm fine with it. Yeah. I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't care, but they they even asked me, like, where is where do you want us to take this money from? And I'm telling them, like, well, I make more money here. They're like, well, let's just take them over. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, they kind of help me out in a way because they go all go by percentages and shit yeah. like that, how much you make and shit like that. So at the end of the day, like I said, blessings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blessings. And I'm not mad about the money or nothing like that. Like, there was no ill will towards it. So it's like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least you're in a position where. You, you could you could do that. Yeah. yeah you could you know, support and support him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And granted, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? I know I fucking miss this and this that every once in a while, but that helps me make up for whatever I missed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not mad. And she wasn't, like I said before, like she wasn't thirsty or anything. Fucking, she was being a bitch about it. You know what I'm saying? She's, yeah. She's real cool about it. So it's like, that's good. That's good. You can you can keep that relationship with balance. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. So, but I'm definitely in a great position, and I'm blessed, and I'm appreciative of where I'm at. I appreciate everything I have because I've been there. I don't have shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fucking hungry spot. Nothing to my name. You know what I'm saying? So it's like what I have now is. Time. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, I've only been out, what, three years? Yeah. Dude, that's, that's fucking impressive, dude. That's, yeah. that, that's good shit. Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, dude, like, I'm super happy you were able to fucking come by and we were able to work it out. Um, like Please I said, back, no, like I said earlier, anytime you want to come back, you know, whether, whether it be with microphones or without, hey, you know, you're, all, you're always welcome here. Um, like I said, we fucking record voice out I'm black. So yeah. it's like you think I'm interesting, wait till you meet some of my friends like smartest I, I hang out with one of the smartest people ever, you know what I'm saying? Like like it's just people who just are genuine and shit like that. So it's like Well like you mentioned earlier, like you, you got a lot of friends that, that get into cigars. Send them my way. I got you. Always, always looking for people to, to have on the show and like that's the thing, like um it like it, it's different with you because it's so much easier to sit here and have a conversation with somebody that I've never met before. Right. Because there's always something to talk about, like, you know, to right. learn. Uh, whereas I can sit here with my best friend and... Bullshit. And we'll... So, what's what's going on now? What's, uh, what else can we yeah. talk about? Whereas, like, with you, like, it's a different story. Like, yeah, I've known you for, for a couple of years now. But yeah. I haven't actually, like, known you. Right. You know, so, like, we were at, like... It, this conversation went well because we didn't know each other, you know, and that's that's how it usually goes. So, like, I mean, I'm always open to have somebody that, uh, you know, with uh, a good recommendation, obviously. Like, I don't want anybody off the fucking street to, to know where my garage is, right, to know right, where my right. house is, you know. Right. This is a garage? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, but, yeah, dude, like, I'm, I'm always interested in having somebody 
come in that I've I've only met once or twice or you know whatever and just sit down and fucking hear somebody's story. Man. Right. I appreciate so, that. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You don't know how many times Russell's fucking told me like, and it's and it's it's a great feeling to have somebody like that stature like just fucking tell you like, bro, tell your story. Yeah. It's like, bro, how are you gonna tell me to tell my story when you're so way more like yeah. You're, you're way more successful. So I guess I guess I guess it should be said. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll obviously get into it when Russell's on the show, but Russell's a dude who started from the absolute bottom as a as a selector of Whole Foods right. and has worked at. I'm pretty sure every single DC in the United States. Plus, he just went over to London, London, London and uh, like he has made a name for himself with every every single position that like he could work inside right. of Whole Foods and uh, he, he's done his dues he's, he's worked his ass off he's a very interesting dude he's a fascinating dude and to top I, all that I'm sorry to cut you off to top all that he humbled himself to step down yeah like he he, he took he, he stepped back from the global position to work at a regional position basically uh, granted like facility team leader is a great regional position right but Still, you step back from global, aka corporate, to go regional. Right. You know, because probably still make the same money. Well, I mean, <laughs> he, he, he's got that. He's got that passion. Yeah, and the heart. Like he's, yeah. he's definitely the the best definition of a corporate whore. Right. Yes. Yes. That's for sure. Like, um, I like whore too. So it's like, yeah. what's up? <laughs> like corp, corporate whore is usually used in a negative way, but uh, like he is he is the most positive. Example yes. of a corporate war because he's he's a corporate war for 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 the little people. Yes. You know? All right. And you saying that that's crazy because I was just thinking about this. All right. I guess I built my name to the point where my reference is great. You know? So I got a couple people hired one day. Well, at a certain point in time, I got a couple people hired, and they all had interviews, and they all interviewed Russell, and they were like. You know, sat down, Russell started asking questions like, hey, you know, how'd you hear about the job, this, this, and that. And then every single one, like, well, Alex Percentage told me about the job. He automatically, like, hey, um, all right, I, I want to know more about you, but the job's yours. Alex Percentage referred you, the job's yours. And then to go on in an interview with somebody else, I'm not sure if it's okay for me to say this, but to... Well, if it's anything within a panel, you can't say it. Okay. No, no, it wasn't. It was okay. an individual. Um, to go on in the interview that you're having to hire somebody else to talk about somebody who's not there and just referring you? Yeah. Bro, that, like, touched me. Like, bro, a man who's came from nothing and reached that level to where he's like, you know what? I'm fine where I'm at. Let me step down and go where I want to go. To say, man, just talking about this kid, meaning me, gives me chills because this kid is special. To hear that from my friends that I grew up with, that he t- he told them this, like, bro, just talking about Alex gives me chills because that kid's special. Yeah. That kid can do my job if he really wanted to. Yeah. I can sit here and teach him a day or two. My friends that tell me that, 
and I'm doing I'm doing a whole different job. I, yeah, I put yeah. my two weeks in two years ago. You know what I'm saying? And you're still hanging out, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> for him to say that just did something to me, like, bro, like it, it furthered it furthered my ambition, it furthered my thought process. Like I can reach that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for him to say that to people I grew up with, I share a personal bond with. That touched me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's dope. I respect Russ for that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? Nate used to tell me all the time before Russ came. He's like, man, well, you gotta be busy. He's gotta meet you. It took me about a month to actually meet this dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After he took over. I, I met him randomly, like when I when I went for the uh, for the rodeo down in Florida. That's uh, yeah, it was. It was fucking amazing. I'm so mad because I fucked it up. Yeah. But uh, like I that that's the first time that I met Russell, and you know. He didn't know me from fucking Adam. You know, right. Didn't didn't matter. Uh, and uh, you know, Adam went with us, but that's not the Adam I'm talking about. Right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he didn't know me from from anybody else, and like just like towards everybody, like he was just a stand up fucking dude. So whether whether you're from this DC or not, like he's one competitive motherfucker. Yeah. But like if you're from somewhere else, he didn't hold it against you. you know? but, yeah. And, and he's he's a great person. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna stop. I I don't need to kiss his ass anymore. Like I never kissed his ass to begin I with. Still work, but, I'm sorry, I got to yeah, yeah, you got whatever I got. <laughs> so, but anyway, we'll, we'll save all that for uh, for when Russell's actually on the show. Yeah. Uh, if he ever if he ever decides to actually come by, yeah. you know, no fucking unexpected trips. Yeah. You know, but you're busy. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm scheduled with Brian. I better I better head down to like Connecticut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, dude, thanks for coming by. Appreciate uh, you. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I appreciate you coming by. And like, dude, like, definitely appreciate you for wearing that shit on your sleeves. Like, hey. not not being afraid to, to talk about the past and being proud of the future. Like, that's Thank fucking you. amazing. I appreciate you. And uh, you know, definitely look forward to hanging out again. Oh, for sure. Hey, this moment has told me that you're more than just a friend, bro. You're more than just. See, there's there's a there's a lot more to me than than, than the average perception at Whole Foods, isn't there? Yeah, you're not just a fucking shitty ass loader. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's you know, that's everyone knew me as the asshole. Like you mentioned it earlier, like you know, you, you were always the asshole going over. Like no, I, I I was the asshole at Whole Foods, but like in, you know, and in, in the best way. Like it was always for the best interest right. of the team. Right. But everyone's seen me as an asshole, and uh, but no, there's there's definitely a lot more to me. Uh, Thanks for seeing that. And I'm sorry for wearing a socks hat. Though. Yeah, that's you know I didn't bring it up. I'm a Cubs fan. This is a nice hat. My son gave it to me. I was gonna say what? Just because it matches the fucking shirt? Yes, I that's the only reason I wore it. Yeah, yeah that's great. the only reason I wear it anyway. Yeah, all right. So, but uh, no, son gave it to you. I, I got a Hawk Harrelson fucking nesting doll. Those wooden wooden figures with the wooden figure inside. With yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to the Hawk Harrelson game where they were fucking handing those out, and I can't stand that motherfucker. I hate, <laughs> I hate, I hate Hawk Harrelson with a fucking passion, but that nesting doll is still sitting in my house because my son likes it. Uh, but he my, doesn't like Halloween, though. What the fuck? No, he, he does like Halloween. He just, he just wasn't into it at the time. But, <laughs> he's uh, special, that's what. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's his own person, he's, and I respect But, him. like, it's funny because, like, 
me and my wife will kind of go back and forth with him a little bit, like, oh, do you want to go to a Cubs game or do you want to go to a Sox game? And he went to one Sox game, one Cubs game, Cubs first. Um, but at the Sox game, uh, we, we, way more shit. We, we, we were in a skybox, which is fucking phenomenal. Like, right. I, I can't say a bad thing about Comiskey uh, sure, like right? Cellular uh, Guaranteed Rate, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, like, I, I've never been in a skybox in Ridley, but like, every, like stadium, club, skybox, everything that I've done in Comiskey has always been great. Um, and the Sox did a lot of home runs that day against Boston. Like, they, they kicked the shit out of Boston that game. World Series, World Series champions. The Sox, who were, for the most part, scraping the bottom of the barrel, they had a, they had a great run, like, mid, like, like the last, like, the, the third quarter of the season, they had a great run. Um, I, that's, see, that's the thing, like, I'm, I'm a Cubs fan, but I won't take, I won't take anything right. away from anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sox were doing fucking fantastic, and, like, they blew the Red Sox out of the fucking water that day. And they hit so many home runs, my kid was just so excited about all the fireworks, and it's like, that's fucking awesome. Like, he had a blast, he had a blast at the Sox game, but, uh, like, still, like, we'll, we'll ask him every once in a while, like, Cubs or Sox? And he's like, I'm gonna go to a Cubs game. It's like, alright. Yeah, it's in the blast. <laughs> but, but, with that being said, like, I'm not trying to fucking, like, force it on him or anything, right. you know. No, my son's a coach of course. I don't know what the fuck I could say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Um, more than happy to come back. So, All right, dude. We'll, we'll definitely start up. Uh, that's I, I've got no problem supplying. So that's 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 the, the given, man. Like, if you're going to come give me your time, I'm going to... If you're giving me your time, then fucking... This is dope. Well, I mean, we both see it in the best possible way. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, dude. Uh, and we'll definitely catch up again in the future. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, any, anybody else you want to give a shout out to before we uh, sign out? My family, my mother, all my family, my grandmother, my aunt, my cousins, um, everybody, my beautiful girlfriend, Jasmine, um, everybody, man, my son, my nephews, my brothers, brother Tito, man, one day you'll be home, I love you, bro. And, um, yeah. Everybody, man. Thank you. I love you guys. All right. Uh, Till next time. Appreciate you. So, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening to the entire show, even with the audio problems. I promise most of the episodes aren't like that. Uh, I just didn't want this conversation to go to waste. Uh, Alex is a great dude. We had a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check me out on all the social media. Uh, Twitter is the underscore herfcast instagram is the herfcast podcast and facebook is also the herfcast podcast uh, go to my website www.theherfcast.com and you could sign up for cra cigar rights of america you could maybe donate to my patreon that'd be great i'd very much appreciate that uh, those links are on the website along with all the past episodes and everything else. So check it out. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you're listening on. I appreciate it. Have a good night.